Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Mary Messersmith, who was married at Shades of Green and had a reception and a dessert party at Disney. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she decided to get married at Shades of Green and how everything turned out. So welcome, Mary. Hi, how are you? Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm interested to know the path you guys took because I remember at one point you were considering a Disney wedding and I'm interested to hear how you decided on Shades of Green. Honestly, it all came down to budget. When we first got engaged and we found out that we were going to have a Disney wedding, you know, we went down, we had a planning session. And when we found out that like a lot of financial things happened that we really couldn't control, I said, okay, we either need to figure something else out or we're not getting married in Disney. So after calling a lot of different venues in the Orlando area, Shades of Green was kind of like my last call. For some reason, I didn't even think of it. I don't think a lot of military-connected women even think of that as a venue you can do. So yeah, we just went we went for it because the price was really amazing and it was exactly what we needed. That's interesting. And do they, I know they've changed a little bit in the last few years. It used to be you could just like rent the gazebo, but now they have more standardized packages and better planning. Is that the case? Yes. They just changed the gazebo rental this past year. She actually called me, I think it was maybe two months before the wedding and told me I'm going to be grandfathered in because we had a previous contract. So when I called them, I told them that I didn't want a package. I didn't want the the reception and everything all tied into one. I just wanted a place where I could have the ceremony. And when they told me that the gazebo was available, I'm like, that's perfect. Since then, other brides have contacted me about having a Shades wedding. And their number one concern is, do we get a wedding planner? And now you do. Like, it's very, someone helps you every step of the way, just like they would with Disney fairy tale weddings. That's great. And so even though you were grandfathered in, you still got a planner. Yep. I, I really didn't use her too much. <laughs> I'm a little bit of, I, I wanted to be the one who planned it. And if I had any questions, I called her and she was right there. You know, they were very, very open and welcoming and, you know, anything I needed, they helped me with. That's wonderful. And then tell us a little bit about your, what you did for the reception and then how you decided to add a dessert party. 
the reception, I didn't see. It's funny. I'm a wedding hairstylist and makeup artist, and I have always been behind the scenes. So when I found out that I actually had to have a wedding, I was very, I don't know, hesitant of being in that kind of spotlight. And the one thing I always thought of was, oh my goodness, I can't have a first dance. I can't do any of that. (laughs) I didn't want anybody looking at me. I, you know, so we decided to have just a lunch at the attic and it was very, very simple. We had an amazing, amazing meal. It wasn't the normal kind of light lunch that you would get with a lunch reception. We had a very large lunch with very, you know, heavy menu items that had dessert included. And so we didn't do, you know, a cake or the dancing or anything like that, but it was, it was kind of like just sitting down with all of our family, almost kind of like Thanksgiving style. It was very, very nice and special for us. That's really cool. And do you have any favorite menu items to share? Because I know that's often people go on the message boards and the Facebook groups and they're asking, you know, what should I have on my menu? So I always like to know if there's anything you can recommend. The first thing that comes to my mind is the filet medallions with some kind of, I think it was like balsamic, like reduction sauce were amazing and that was something that I had to especially say that I wanted it wasn't on their lunch menu when I first looked at the menu options for lunches it was very light like light sandwiches and salads and you know pastas and I wanted something heavier and so I asked them if there was any beef options and that's what they told me and it was cooked to perfection it was amazing everybody had seconds and thirds and it was very very good That's great. So you booked that through Disney Catered Events. And then did you know at the time you wanted to do a dessert party or did you add that later? At first, I didn't know that having a dessert party was like okay for me to do because I wasn't booking through Disney Fairy Tale Weddings. When you first go out there and start looking, there isn't a lot of information out there that tells you how you can have a Disney wedding without going through Disney Fairy Tale Weddings. So when I called, I said, you know, is there any way that you can do a dessert party? I'm not, I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. And they were like, oh my goodness, of course you can. What do you want to do? And they were, I was very surprised, you know, that I was allowed to do that. And there wasn't a really a lot of information that I could have gotten on my own about it. So, you know, I think that it's definitely something that should be publicized a little bit more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, they don't want to cannibalize the business of Disney's fairy tale weddings. But if somebody wants, you know, the wedding with the DJ and the reception, you have to go through Disney. And so what yes. you did was, is great for like, we had this idea too, that we just wanted a casual meal afterward. And so if that's all you want, that can be a great way to do it. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was very down key and, and relaxing. I mean, after we took pictures, you know, on the boardwalk, we went back to our, our hotel, we stayed at the Animal Kingdom Jumbo house. And I just put on a pair of, you know, really comfy pants and a pretty kind of tank top and my hair, my makeup was all still done. And everybody was comfortable, everyone changed. And it was it was a very, very nice, nice setting. And so I'm very glad that we did it the way that we did. That's cool. So then can you give me just a little overview of how the day ran from getting from Shades of Green over to the boardwalk and your dessert party, how all that worked together? We rented a limo. So we had the limousine come and get us from 
the Animal Kingdom Lodge and bring us over to Shades of Green. And then afterwards, a lot of our guests were staying at Shades of Green. So they ended up just going back to their room. And I almost think they took a taxi over to the boardwalk. And that's kind of what everybody did. They just kind of made their way over. We didn't have a large wedding. It was about 16 people. So it wasn't hard for everybody to go and do that. So we ended up taking the limo over to the boardwalk. We took tons of pictures and then made our way back to the Animal Kingdom, got dressed, and met everyone back there. Okay, cool. And then how did the dessert party go? The dessert party was a little hectic. <laughs> um, it, it got moved inside first off because it, it rained a lot during the day for like three or four hours and it finally stopped but they said that we still can't chance it. We want to move you inside so the timing changed. Normally I think dessert parties start at 8.30. We needed to be there by 7.45 and we found that out two hours beforehand so people kind of had to rush a little bit over over there but it was okay you know everybody ended up just taking taxis instead of waiting for any kind of bus you know Disney transportation because that's always so you're stopping at other resorts and you know so that's what we ended up doing okay cool where was your location supposed to be and where did they move you the location was supposed to be in the UK the lower section they called us and they said they were gonna put us in the seven seas area. I, I don't know what that room is called, you know? Uh, Living Seas Salon, where you can see into the aquarium? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so they moved us in there. And what a beautiful room. <laughs> it was, yeah, I mean, it's so pretty. And we had three kids in our party and they had so much fun. And there were scuba divers inside the big tank and they would come up to the glass and they were like taking selfies with us. It was really, yeah, they kind of got involved. It was very, very nice. And then after we ate, then our escort walked us over to the UK section and then we watched the fireworks. Okay, cool. And so was there anything in particular that you were worried about when you were planning and how did that turn out? I was worried about, I guess, two top things. First is the reverend. My dad is a reverend. And so everyone from the get-go thought that, oh, well, your dad's going to do the ceremony. And I'm like, no, I want my dad to walk me down the aisle like a normal person. (laughs) (laughs) And so I kind of caused a little bit of commotion with that. That day, it ended up that our reverend had some kind of scheduling conflict and he did not come to the wedding. Um, He thought it was a different day. And so at the end, my dad ended up doing the wedding anyways. So (laughs) So how did it work when he had to walk you down the aisle and then run over and put on his robe? Or what did he do? Um, Do you know what? He didn't walk me down the aisle. My brother did. But my me and my brother were really close. And it was so I think when you're walking down the aisle with your dad, you know, you have that father of the bride mentality. And I like that's what I always thought that if I was going to cry, I was going to cry then, you know, and when my brother did it, it was funny. He was making me laugh and joking. And, you know, so when we got up there, he gave me like a high five, you know, everybody (laughs) started laughing. It was very fun that, you know, only a brother could kind of do. So yeah, so it worked and my dad was there and it ended up being so, it was so nice, you know, it was very personal and um, it was very nice that he got to do it. It all worked out in the end. The second thing 
I was worried about people being bored. Hmm. Like I wanted everything to flow. I didn't want anybody to kind of have a lot of free time in between the ceremony and then the lunch. And like I, I wanted everybody to kind of feel like they were always engaging in something. And in the end, it all worked out. I mean, I think the moral of all of the worries is that everything is going to work out in the end. So there's really no point in freaking out about anything. (laughs) Yeah, it works. (laughs) Oh, that's great. And do you have a favorite moment from your day? Well, I guess I'm supposed to say when I said I do. (laughs) Well, yes, we'll we'll just blanket acknowledge that that is everybody's favorite moment. But do you have an additional favorite moment? (laughs) Um, I loved the attention that I got walking around in my dress. Hmm. I I mean, it sounds I'm so like, you know, shallow, but I loved it. All the little girls that came up to me and were like, you look so pretty. And, you know, walking around and on the boardwalk and taking all the pictures and everybody kind of gathering around and, you know, people were kind of helping and joining in. And it was something that I really loved about having a wedding at Disney is that everyone around you, they acknowledge your special moment and they kind of try to be a part of it and it was very very nice that's what I loved I think the most that's great well then do you have any tips or advice for couples who are interested in booking shades of green and maybe potentially doing a catered event through Disney my biggest thing is don't feel like if you have to book your wedding through shades of green or any other kind of alternative Disney wedding place don't feel like you're not getting married at Disney that is my biggest advice to women that I've I've talked with so far is don't don't feel like you're going to get cheated out on anything or you know that it's you're not going to feel that certain way because I I never could have told the difference everyone was so gracious and warm and it was it was very very nice and I think that a lot of women you know when they come up with budget issues you know financial issues they're kind of like well if I can't get married in front of the castle then I don't want to do it and I think that if you kind of step back and and realize that it really doesn't make any difference and you're still going to feel like a Disney bride through and through, I feel like that's really, really important for other women to know. That's great advice. And is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? As of right now, the only place that my pictures are on our Facebook page, the Disney Brides Diary, that is a closed group. So you will have to get, you know, we let everybody come on. Um, but I, I'm waiting to get all of my pictures. I, My photographer, you know, she sent me that little sneak peek, like the 10 photos. <laughs> So I didn't want to just put 10 photos up because a lot of people have been asking me if they can see everything and kind of be a part of the experience. So yeah, that's kind of where everything is right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mary, thank you so much for sharing your story. I think it's been really helpful for people who are considering an alternative to a Disney's fairy tale wedding, especially if they're interested in shades of green and they have a military or government connection. And I appreciate your sharing your story. Thank you so much, Gary. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. 
And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.